as far as I'm concerned. Concern, and I'm your boy Reese Ross coming at you again. Come to holler at y'all for a little while. You know, I always look forward to what some of y'all have to say in some of these emails. You know what I mean? Some of it, some of it be kind of crazy. Some of it's interesting. It's it's all thought provoking, depending on what it is. But what I notice is, I get a lot. I'd say. 75% of the emails I get are based on relationships, whether it's a question, whether it's a situation, or what have you. But they're relationship-based, and like part of me can't really figure out why somebody decided I'm a good person to ask about relationships. I'm not sure what that's about, but look, I'm happy to give you my opinion on it. Whether it helped you or not, I don't know, but I don't know. It, but I will say it does give me a good idea, though. So right, keep that in mind. With that, I got a few emails I'm gonna read off. And we'll talk about them. When I open these emails, I don't really go through and try to pick and choose certain ones. Like I'll generally take the first three, four, or five of them, and that's the ones I'm rolling with. So I don't go through and try to find this one because it's about this and this one because it's about this. No. I'm pretty much going through them in the order that I got them. Now, when I open these emails, I don't, at the time, I don't necessarily read them all the way through. Like, I'll skim through them just to get the general idea to see what it's about, but I don't really read all the way through them word for word or whatever. So some of this shit is just as surprising to me as it might be to you, depending on what it say. But like I said, I'm always interested in what people have to say and what's on other people's mind. And some of it, you know, some of it might hit different depending on what's going on in my life or your life. But it's all love either way. So let me go ahead and start reading these off for y'all. And uh, shouldn't take too long. It's, it's a few of them, but we'll see what we can do. So the first one, <laughs> the first one says, hello, Pod Sir Reese. That's, that sounds kind of weird. Anyway, it says, I don't really have a question, but more of a PSA based off of some of the things I've heard you say about being able to trust people and so on. It says, I think a surefire way to know how important you are in someone's list of priorities in their life and how much they value your relationship with them can be measured by the things that they share with you. Okay, so before I finish reading this one, um, like I said a second ago, some things in these emails might hit you different depending on what's going on in your life at that particular time. So when I first read this email, that part about knowing how important you are in the list of somebody's priorities in their life um, is basically, you can basically measure it by how much they share with you, meaning I take it to mean like 
you know, how much things they'll tell you, whether it's something simple like uh, something that went on at work or something like that, or whether it's something way deeper than that. But for me at the time, that just, that was one of those things that hit me in a certain way. And I ended up um, posting that on Facebook just because, like I said, depending on what you're doing, it might hit you a different way. But anyway, that's that's where that post on Facebook came from, is from this email. So anyway, let me finish. So it says, it says, you share more with the ones you hold closest. This means that they hold, that you hold a higher priority in their life than someone they share less with. Then it says, this is especially important if it's someone you're attempting to build a new relationship with and therefore, you should base your level of trust and amount of energy you put into that person on those things. And it says, in other words, as my grandmother used to say, don't be the air conditioner for a church fan. And then it says, have a great, or hope you have a great day, truly, Tessa. First of all, Tessa, thank you. Appreciate you writing in or whatever. Um, I've, I've never heard that saying before to not be air conditioner for a church fan. <laughs> That's different. Um, so, like I said, that one line in this particular email at that particular time struck me a certain way, and it's because, you know, I, I do find truth in you share more with people that you're closer to. I don't know if you can base a relationship on that because some people just feel more comfortable talking to certain people which everybody understands that but I also understand especially when you talk about simple things let me let me give you an example let's say uh let's say you got an anniversary coming up I, I don't know um so let's say you got an anniversary coming up and you have friend A over here, or person A over here, person B over here. Now, neither know that this date is coming up. So you decide to tell person B, hey, I got this, I got this date coming up, it's really important, blah, 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 right? But you don't tell, you don't say anything to person A about it. So when that date comes on that date, person B is aware of it, congratulates you or whatever. Person A doesn't find out about this date until someone else tells them or they read it on social media or something like that. So if person A and B are supposed to be, if one is supposed to be more important than the other one, and the one that is thought to be more important isn't the one you told, I can understand how person A is like, well, damn, I guess I wasn't important enough to share that information with, but you told person B, and then you either told other people or you put it on social media, and that's how I had to find out. So all those things are more important than me right now. So I, I, I get it. I mean, it can definitely be a deeper situation than that, depending on what's being said and who it's being said to and whatever. But 
that is I think that is a a valid way to help you judge how important you are to somebody. I wouldn't say judge it on that solely, but I will say that is another tool you can use to help you figure out how but anyway look I, I can't don't base yourself on something like that by itself because you know there's always times where it may have it may have slipped their mind to tell you they might have thought you already knew which is why they didn't say anything to you so don't base your decisions solely off of that but it can be a helpful tool to help you figure out that's all i'm saying anyway tessa i appreciate you writing in um yeah hopefully you have a great day too you know what i mean but i um I, I like the last phrase about being an air conditioner to a church fan because i've never heard that before but anyway so move on to the next one and the next one says hola reese okay um says my name is natasha let me first say i absolutely love the podcast and thought i would share this because someone shared it with me and i like the message i don't know who it's meant for but there's a lot of truth in it whether it be for a man or for a woman but both should hear it all right and then after that it says want a good man until they are never an option until a woman is tired of being played until she has kids with a guy that doesn't want anything to do with her until she's getting old until she's a little less desirable than once before until she wants a father figure for her kids until she wants a husband early in life most women choose the wrong guys and then after those guys use them up and spit them out, they want, quote unquote, a good man. The same good man that they previously thought was born and wasn't and wasn't good enough for her. The same one that they didn't want to waste breath talking to when he was showing real interest in her. Understand something. The quote unquote ho phase is real. If a woman is still going through that, you as a good man will never touch her. You will only be able to touch her after that phase is over, and that can be anywhere from 10 days to 10 years. Who knows? It says the bad guys get the best years. Good guys deal with the women with insecurities, trauma, trust issues, anger with kids, and overall jaded attitude against a overall jaded attitude against that a good guy. Wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. Said bad guys get the best years. Good guys deal with women with insecurities, trauma, trust issues, anger, and with kids and an overall jaded attitude. All that is left for a good guy to wade through and attempt to overcome to show that woman what a good man really is. The unfortunate truth is that those same women preaching about what a good man is and how they want one will still look over him every time to get to the ones that cause her to start saying how she wanted a good man in the first place. 
doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results while not the actual definition of insanity is definitely a good reminder that will only get better if you let yourself receive better. Uh, I'll get it. You will only get better if you let yourself receive better instead of running from it for the same old shit. All right, I fucked it up a little bit. That was long as hell, though. But And then it says, hope someone got something out of that. Hope that helps them. XOXO, Natasha. First of all, Natasha, I appreciate you writing in. I'm almost certain I've read that before. But anyway, oh, before I comment on that, this uh, last part to this email says, if you're ever in Greensboro area, hit me up. We can go get a drink or something, but don't read my contact info on the podcast, please. (laughs) Her address is 2145. No, I'm just fucking with you. All right, so I get what this quote is saying um there's not a lot of it that i disagree with there's some of it this you know some of it's not quite on point but i get what it's saying i do feel like no i I take that back it's not that i feel like i know i do know that men and I, i guess women have to do it too i won't say just men because i I'm assuming it can go both ways, but men tend to, especially after a certain age, um, dealing with a woman out of a previous relationship or whatever, you're, yeah, you're right, more than likely you're going to deal with or you're up against everything she's ever been to up or uh, been through up to that point, whether it was cheating, whether it was drinking, whether it was gambling, whether it was abuse, whatever she went through with not just her last ex, but all her exes up to you. You're being measured against everything they ever did. Whether you want to be or not, that's how you're being measured in her eyes is by everything she's been through up to that point. And you're not going to walk in and just get a free pass. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. From the moment you start, you're jumping hurdles. you jumping fences. you jumping walls. Because every one of those obstacles that you have to go through represents something she went through. And she's trying to protect herself from those things happening again however it's not all the time that she's going to make you aware of the things that she's been through so you're jumping these hurdles you're climbing over these walls you're jumping these fences but you don't necessarily know why you're doing it you won't necessarily know when you've made it all the way through or when you halfway through she ain't gonna tell you that but I will say, if she's worth it for you, or if it's the other way around, ladies, if he's worth it, or if he's worth it for you, or she's worth it for you, whichever way it's going, then those things are worth doing, but just know, you're going to get frustrated about it. 
because at some point you're going to be like, well, damn, I ain't did none of this shit to let me know about. Like, that's not the type of person I am or whatever. You can tell her that all day. But there, there's going to be something you do or say that's going to validate that you're not the person that she's trying to be careful of. Again, problem is she probably ain't going to tell you that. So you're going to have to figure it out yourself. I can vouch for this happens all the time. The only part of this I really don't agree with, generally women aren't looking for a father figure for their kids. Most women don't set out for a father figure for their kids. Now, they may meet a man that becomes a father figure for her kids, but most women don't set out with the intention of, I'm going to find you a daddy. Generally, that's not the case. Um, I feel like that's, like I said, that's more of a, that's more of something that you fall into versus her seeking you out for that. That's really the part that I don't agree with with this particular thing. Now, the other stuff, <sighs> the whole phase. All right, so I will agree that I think the whole phase thing is real myself. I believe it because... I mean, you you have some women that just, you know, they still try to portray what they were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, and they still act that way. And men, we do it too. I mean, don't get me wrong. But I do agree with until... <laughs> Until she's out of that phase, nothing you do is going to change what she does because that phase is something that only she can decide when she's tired of being that person. And look, you might come along you might smash her so good that you think that, well, when I came along, all that stopped. No, she was ready to stop. It's, it wasn't because of you. You can think that, but you tell me the last time when you told any female something, whether she was 8 or 80, and she just took your advice straight off top and stopped what she was doing to start doing something else because you said it. Bullshit. I don't I, I don't know about the good man thing. I, I mean I get what it's saying. Um I guess you can categorize yourself as a good man based on all the things that women say they don't want and what they do want in a man, I guess, whatever. But I will say that I do see a lot of women talking about where where all the good men at and all that bullshit. And it's like you the one keep overlooking them and fucking with that dude to keep doing you dirty. But I look, look, I'm a good guy. I really am. However, I don't go around preaching that because 
I'm sure I can do or say some shit that you absolutely won't like, won't like that will change your mind about me real quick, whether I mean to or not. But I, I it's just not something I do. But I have seen and been a part of somebody skipping over one person to go to this other person when the person they skipped over is the person out loud or the type of person out loud that they've been saying that they were looking for. Seen that thousands of times. But anyway, Natasha, I appreciate you writing in. And look, you read about Greensboro. I might be down there soon, actually. But if I do, I'll let you know. And the next one says, my bad, I had to take a little drink. The next one says, hey, Reese, I just moved to VA a few months ago. I'm from the Northwest, so I'm pretty new to both the area and your podcast, but I'm hooked on the way that you and your guests go into topics without trying to sugarcoat anything. I appreciate that because that's absolutely what I do. I don't give a fuck whether you like it or not. Um, it says, anyway, I wanted to hear your opinion on the fact that the amount of violence over the last couple years has gotten worse than ever before and places that used to be considered fairly safe are just as bad as bigger cities that tend to have a higher crime rate. And it says, I other things. One of the main issues is the parenting or lack thereof with this generation coming up. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. It says, I mean, they let their kids talk any kind of way to people. It says, it really seems like parents take more pride in trying to impress other people online instead of making an I'd like to hear your take. And then it says, thanks for reading and hopefully reading it on the podcast. Your new fan, Cindy. Well, first of all, Cindy, I appreciate you writing in. And yo, I absolutely agree. I think that a lot of things, I don't even know what the timeline is, but I think that a lot of things that happen now are absolutely things that start at home or could have been stopped at home. Um, and I think I've said this many times before, but like the the we'll start with the random mass shootings and shit. If you pay attention, if you look back over what's happening, the majority, if not all, the majority of these people are all roughly the same age, roughly, say, 20 to 30. So roughly the same age. For the most part, the ones I've read up on didn't come from single parent homes or um, where their home life was bad or nothing. No, they, a lot of them came from just the opposite, but it lacked any kind of structure as far as parenting. This is the reason that when this stuff happens, it, it's never somebody that was 45, 46, 47, something like that, because all of us grew up with getting corrected when we fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got corrected to the point where you made a decision right there whether you would ever do it again. Talk back to your mom if you want to. Get the shit smacked out of you. But that's not what we have now. 
people are scared to reprimand their kids. And I'm not saying punch them in the face, but just saying. You, you've got parents that their kid is the one doing the bullying, and instead of trying to correct that action from their kid, they'll try to make it someone else's fault. Meanwhile, that kid sees this, sees that, hey, nothing's really going to happen. So I can do it again. I'm not really worried about getting in too much trouble because nothing's really going to happen. It's so common. Like, you can see it. You can see it when you're out in public and you see people with their kids and the way their kids act, the way their kids talk to them, the way their kids talk to other people. Yo, I would have never got away with saying some of the shit or doing some of the shit that they do. And that's because somebody would smack the shit out of me and told me to fix my shit quick or it's going to happen again. And I made that decision. Well, <laughs> I ain't trying to get shit smacked out of me again, so I ain't going to do it no more. And you can just tell now there's none of that anymore. There's nobody stepping in and like, yo, you fucking up. You need to stop doing this. You need to do it like this. These people are grown. You need to talk to these people with respect. You don't talk to your friends. with None of that. None of that's happening. Anymore. But people barely even fight anymore. No, we shooting. I'm not going to go hands up with you and may the best man win or may the best woman win, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. People don't do that no more because the first thing they do is try to get rid of it as soon as possible with little effort and to save face in front of their friends or whoever might find out about it. And don't don't get me wrong. Look, I, I was just talking to somebody about this. I love Virginia. I love everything about it. I don't see me moving out of Virginia. I might move out of one spot in Virginia to another spot, but that's kind of the first thing you notice being new to Virginia. But it's not all like that. But unfortunately, you know, there are some problems that, we, I guess we as a society, because if the parents didn't take care of them, you basically leave it up to everybody else, uh, whether that's good or bad or not. Hopefully things get better. Hopefully you see what I see as far as Virginia, too. You know what I'm saying? So, again, appreciate you writing in. All right. So, this, this was wrong when they when ain't no big mama no more. You ain't, you ain't got nobody straighten that ass out, so you just buck wild out here. Anyway. Um, so the next one says, what's up, Reese? This is your boy, AK, from Roanoke. Um, first of all, AK, you ain't my boy because I don't know who you are. Anyway, <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. AK, appreciate you writing in. It says, okay, look, there's a good chance I'm really high while I'm typing this, LOL. And it says, do you think that celebrities should be able to complain about people basically tracking their entire lives and their movements and saying what their opinions are about whatever's going on in that celebrity's life. So I guess that's the first question. Then it says, also, can we talk about things that have got canceled like certain cartoons, commercials, even mascots and product characters to make what is probably a very small group of people happy? I mean, <laughs> it says, I mean, 
what the actual I got a stick in my ass and I'm going to make everyone pull it out for me so I can feel happy fuck is going on with people. <laughs> yeah, that's funny as hell. Um, Alright, so the first question is the one about celebrities and uh, whether they should be able to complain about you know people watching everything they do and saying whatever. Um, yes and no is what I think about that. Like I think if you're in the public eye, you can kind of control what people are talking about. I think, and then you have people that are celebrities whether more so or less than the huge celebrities. And you know every time they take a shit. I feel like a lot of those people put themselves in situations to be noticed and be talked about. I mean, nowadays, that's the only way you're going to stay relevant anyway is if somebody talking about you. Um, unfortunately, what you might think is a good thing like, hey, I hope they see me doing this. Somebody is going to spin that into something bad, and then it goes on and on. If you don't want people talking about what you do and talking about your life, stay out of everybody's vision. I mean, that's all you can do. Now, I guess if you're an actor or a singer whatever, people can see you when you are performing or whatever, but... If you make it a point to stay out of the public eye other than that, I don't, I feel like you can kind of control um, how much people know about you. But uh, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? So it says also, um, can we talk about the things that's canceled like cartoons, commercials, mascots, product characters? It's crazy to me that that's even still going on. Come on, bruh. Uncle Ben been on that box for 50 years. He ain't bothering nobody. What You know what, though? The things that are supposed to be um, racially insensitive, it's never the race of that character or item that's doing the complaining about it. Like, it, look, I put money on the fact that whoever said Something about Ben was not a black person. I don't believe it. Because it never is, which is fucking crazy to me. Like, it's not even, it's not affecting the people that people are trying to say that it is. It's not affecting them. But it's affecting somebody else on the outside of that to where they come up with their own conclusion that it's affecting other people a certain way. Just sit down and shut the fuck up. I'm nobody care what. And then cartoons. But come on, bro. Cartoons. Leave cartoons alone. And you can't get rid of. Look, there's cartoons that I can name that. I mean, if you was going to go after a cartoon. Pepe Le Pew, bro. Straight up pedophile. He's damn near raping them little, little animals that he was going after. Most of the time it was cats and shit. <laughs> but. Nobody says shit about him. And then, didn't, um, they even did something to the green M&M. Okay, see, again, that don't make no fucking sense. Who 
the fuck was so affected by the boots that the green Eminem was wearing that they went through a whole process to get it changed to make them feel some kind of way. Like, what the fuck are you really doing? Again, sit your ass down somewhere. That's some shit you should have kept to yourself anyway. First of all, why are you looking at animated candy in a way that makes you feel some kind of way because one of them has some boots on that made you feel some kind of way? Like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard of. Anyway, oh, God, that's fucking stupid. Anyway, um, again, AKA, I appreciate you writing in. I, I don't know who you are, so don't be going around telling people you're my boy, though, because we don't roll like it. <laughs> like T.I. said, you might have seen me in the streets, homie. You don't know me. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's get to this next one. The next one says... Do you think it's good or bad when you're dealing with someone that continuously lies even about stupid shit that don't really matter in the first place? It says, I let them keep lying just to see how many more lies they're going to tell just for my entertainment. It says, at this point, I even start dropping little hints that I know they lying, LOL. Sad to say that at first, I was so wrapped up in this person that I thought it would lead to something and would let little lies slide here and there. But now I see how much and how often it happens. It says, I just want to cut them off completely, but I'm kind of at the point in my life where I'm just glad to get attention from someone I like. Said stupid as fuck. I know. Anyway, I need help. Hell yeah, you do. It says, what does AFAIC think my next move should be? It says, my very few friends are no help in case you're wondering why I'm asking a stranger for help. LOL. And it says, thanks, a random girl from Beckley, West Virginia. Well, random girl. First of all, I appreciate you writing in. And like I said, her saying she was stupid as fuck, that was her. That wasn't me. That's what she wrote. I do the same thing. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I can know such... I, I got a couple situations right now where I know somebody's lying about things and I'll just let them do it. And just like you said, I'll even drop little hints that I know they lying just to see, you know, if they be like, damn, they know I'm lying, but now nah, they just keep on going. Just keep lying. I'm not, I'm not enamored with anybody like that where I'm gonna let them lie to me. I think if, in your case, it sounds like, or in your case, you said it's somebody you interested in or whatever. I don't think if it was somebody I'm actually interested in that I would let the line continue. First of all, I wouldn't let it go too far without saying something. And then if I get to the point where I say something and it keeps going on, they're getting cut off. Like, that's, that's one of many things, but that's one thing I'm not going to put up with is you lying to me. Fuck that. There's too many people out here to tie yourself down to somebody that can't tell you the truth. So hopefully in your case, hopefully 
you start to see that hopefully that person changes and get their shit straight and y'all can be together whatever whatever you're trying to do but i wouldn't keep hanging around if they lying just because you enjoy the attention and for women it's easy there's always somebody that will give you attention where you don't have to subject yourself to somebody that's gonna lie to you all the time i think as far as i'm concerned anyway Again, random girl from Beckley, West Virginia. <laughs> I appreciate you right now. And hopefully, I mean, some of these were pretty good. Actually, all of them were good. Um, all of them had some good points. And just look, just like I said in the beginning, a lot of these tend to lean towards relationships and stuff somehow. So, All right, here's my idea. And y'all can write in and tell me what you think about this idea, and that'll determine whether I decide to give it a try or not. Since so many of the comments and questions are based around relationships, what if maybe I should start a Patreon and it be all about relationships, whether it's people sending emails in, whether I have a guest, Oh, that reminds me. Anyway, whether I have a guess or whatever, but the topic all the time is based on relationships like a lot of these emails. Y'all um, y'all, let me know what y'all think about that idea. That, that really might be something I look at. Um, and speaking of guests, there's going to be some changes coming to as far as I'm concerned. I might want to take on basically a co-host on the podcast just to, you know, I I don't enjoy talking to myself or talking out loud to nobody. So I've been thinking about for a while bringing somebody in on a fairly regular basis as basically a co-host to the podcast. And I was looking at, a couple different people, you know, a, a few things played into me deciding who to go with, but it, you know, stuff like scheduling and stuff like that. Um, how me and that person vibe, you know, the shit like that. But long story short, it was a, it was a short decision process. So at some point, maybe even, starting the very next episode of as far as i'm concerned my man big mark gonna be coming in as the co-host of the podcast um i think it's gonna make a really good addition to this podcast like every time he's on we have fun so uh, every time he come on we 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 have a we have a good podcast on that particular time so i think I definitely think he was the best choice moving forward and hopefully y'all like it too, because I really think I really feel like it's a good idea. And I really think that it'll kind of scoot us up to that next level a little bit. So um, look out for that. Like I said, might not be the next episode, but it, it will be coming up soon to where on a regular basis, y'all heard my man, big Mark on here with me. Um, acting as co-host of the podcast. 
But anyway, look, I'm going to let y'all's ear go. And like I said, let me know what you think about um, the idea for a possible Patreon is based on relationships. Um, and anything else you got to say, you know, questions, concerns, comments, hit me up, afaicpod at gmail.com. As far as I'm concerned, this shit is over. <laughs>